have just entered the building with your boys, King and Sane. Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation, and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sane. internet thank you for tuning in to wwwe 1100 am the real you're in shop talking randomish with king insane and the lovely starlight i am will sane it's your boy rick kang i am in the building i am on the boards i am behind the glass i am i shall be i am the lovely starlight is not in the building but we have the super duper producer greg in the building greg say what up big sure yo Y'all know what this is. This ain't nothing but some good old-fashioned barbershop-style conversation. In this here barbershop, no conversation is taboo. Please let your mammy and them know. We ain't got but one rule and one rule only. Will, what is that rule? That rule is say what you mean, mean what you say, but don't be mean when you say it. To be a part of the show, to give your opinion, to talk to us. Please dial 404-603-8770. If you're in your mammy basement... Please let her know. It's not one of them freaky deaky numbers. It's not one of them nine 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 nine. It's not one of those type of numbers. Even though I see y'all see what I see, and you might think, but no, not tonight. We here to get some education. See, I got my glasses on. <laughs> we here to get educated we tonight. Looking smart tonight. We going to school tonight, we baby. We looking intelligent tonight. Please let mama know you can call us toll free at one 926 7562 Or right now you can catch us on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. That's T-A-L-K, the comma up top. Apostrophe. And that's T-A-L-K, <laughs> comma up top. Uh, Attachedrophy. And that's Talking Random Ish YouTube page. Talking Random Ish. <laughs> that page, Facebook page. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can catch us right now. You can also find us in Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Google Play Podcasts. You can also find us on Amazon Music. You can also find us on Spotify Podcasts. And I just found out you can find us on. Audible podcast. Audible, Audible podcast. If you Google talking randomness, you can you can find out. your boys. You can find the barbershop. We are officially the podcast now. For the barbershop. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Tonight we got a very special lady in the building with us tonight. We yes. got some estrogen in the building, boy. We've been we've been heavy on the testosterone. We got some intelligence in the building. We got tonight. some we got some beautiful Intelligence in the building. We finna talk this. Y'all hear it here. Hey, y'all. The shop is now open. Will Sane, what's good with you, my brother? Uh, too much, brother. How are you? 
Hey man, you know what I am? Living the American dream, a nightmare depending on who watching this. You thing. know what? It's all the same thing, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. How are you, Greg? I'm here. You here? Just here? Yeah. Come on, man. You got to be living good, don't you? I, it's been a long day. It's been. You know what? Hard to be excited at this time of night. <laughs> you posted something that I wanted to know about. You said what? What was it that people not listening? What, oh no! Nobody, nobody listens. Nobody listens. What's that reference to? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot because I didn't call you. <laughs> so uh, I got I a couple of Facebook messages. People were worried about me, but yeah. what I meant was is that sometimes people just uh, they listen to like wait for the other person to stop talking. They hear, and so just waiting for their turn to talk. It, it's something being from the theater world. A lot of actors do. They don't pay attention to. the the lines they just wait for the silence yeah you know what i'm glad you said that because i i put i said something to a group of friends of mine and this is probably going to tie into what we're going to talk about tonight with the money is that i said this and i'm trying to be politically correct politically correct and say this the right way politically politically i said in words here black people listen there's a difference in the two there's a difference between hearing and there's a difference between listening. There's a difference between N-words and there's a difference between black people. And I, I believe that that's what a lot of people, they hear, they don't listen. They hear a message, they don't listen to the message. And we got somebody in here tonight to give a message that we hope the people will actually listen to. Because when you listen to something, you actually pay attention to it and you extract information from it. And you use that information wisely. Hearing, all you do is just sound. It's just sound. So I want people to listen. Something like you don't took a class. Hey, brought to my own class. Oh, well, okay, okay. Let me tell you. So I'm also taking this business. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to be taking this business 202 class, but I, uh, I, uh, I have to talk to my teacher and tell my teacher, I'm sorry, I have not been in class. I can't do the class right now. Uh-huh. But I have learned a lot about communicating. Yeah. So I am trying to become a more effective communicator, especially in this field that we have now found ourselves to be within, which is radio communication. Will, shut up, man. Oh, but I say one more stop thing. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop talking at the minute. I want to hear from I, I'm going to I'm going to give all that. But I got to say one thing. Uh-huh. I got to say this. Now. We got to give respect where respect is due. Regardless of how you feel about this person, the person who I'm talking about is Rush Limbaugh. Regardless of your political views, regardless of how you feel about him as a person, I have to say this, and I've said it to you, Rick, and I've said it to you, Greg, and I think in a message before. I may not like the man. I may not have liked the man. But the man was great at what he did, and he is one of the most, if not the most most successful people ever to do what we are doing now. So He's very influential I in radio. You have to give his shout out. You have to give him his shouts out. Give him his praises. And regardless of how you feel, you gotta say, I have to say rest in peace to Rush Limbaugh. I'm not a fan of his words, but I am a fan of what he did for a living. And I will say this last thing. I was about to say something very distasteful earlier this year after the whole riots happened. After, uh, after um, what's his name? After uh, Biden got elected. I listened to Rush Limbaugh uh, soon after Biden got elected, and I was immediately about to make a post that said, hey, 
America would be better off if Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity died. I'm not wishing death on Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity, but I want America to be better off. I'm glad I didn't post that. That would have been very distasteful. But, hey. I never wish death upon no man. I didn't wish death upon him either. No, no, no. I'm starting. You should say something nice when you start off. Yeah. Okay. So I would never wish death upon no man. And cancer is a evil bitch. Mm-hmm. So I'd never wish that on anybody. RIP to one of the probably the most influential people in this business. He was very influential. And that's all I have to say about that. Uh, real quick, I have some words for, for Rush Limbaugh. Okay. If you can cut the music for just a second. All right, that's it. Thank okay. you. That's it. That's it. That's it. Amen. I was, as long as you don't say, Dean, you the witch is dead. I thought you could say yeah, like I said, uh-huh. that's 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 it. I'm I'm good with that. All right, so that's my that's my spiel. That's my RIP. Shouts out, shout shout. Um, out. speaking of RIP, let exactly. me do some shout outs for a quick. Um, Youngin. Where's Youngin? Youngin. He's here. He's what here. I want to say is shout out to Youngin. His birthday is tomorrow. Oh, school. So to our young to, to, to our young outside. boy. He's outside. I think he went outside. Oh, no, what we celebrate? What we when we celebrating? Where we celebrating at? What's good with your boy? Happy boy day to you, my how, brother. How old? 25? 26. 26? What, what are we celebrating? We celebrating or no? Oh, your, your lady in town then. No, no, no. I'm going down there. Man, you can't, get, you can't hang with us tonight? What do you mean? You can't hang out with us tonight? I can't hang out with you. Well, let's drink something. I'm talking about after the show. Let's get right there. Uh, let's, 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 let's get right <laughs> there. Well, I want to say I definitely want to say um, happy birthday to my to my young, to our young boy. Um, get we love and, and you know keep doing your thing, boy. Keep making your mark in this world. Also, I want to say um, happy born day to um, Dr. Marcy um, Thurman Simmons. Um, she's an intricate part of this family. She she help us get guests. Um, her son is one of the the, the the most influential producers out here in the game right now. He got an EP coming out, boy. I can't wait for the world to hear. Um, Happy birthday to her. I think hers the deck tomorrow. And um, damn all the rest of that. Um, we got a lady in the building. Let's get to the lady. Get to the lady in the building. Miss Ma'am. Hello. You been, you been sitting over there looking doctor. pretty. I'm sorry. Not just the lady. Yes. Doctor. 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 No, no. Say doctor. it. Say it. Say it. Say it. You, know, you know how you say it. You used to say it. Doctor Don Fonte. Oh. Darling, your favorite doctor. Your rich black girl. <laughs> it do something to me every time girl. she's doing it. <laughs> The good doctor, the rich black girl is in the building. How you doing, Miss Lane? Can we get an applause? What applause? All is well. Do we have an applause button? Uh, 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 no, God Woo-hoo. damn it. Turn number seven. Turn number seven. <laughs> Press one. There you go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Greg got a nice new board and new gadgets. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Man, I, it's, it's an honor to have you back in the building. Thank you. Back in the barbershop. I'm back at home, right? Yes, indeed. We All have right. missed you. Yes. Your wisdom. Yes. Your love. Your 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 something. To, I'm here to share. And and we're here to get it. All right. Let's because, do it. Because because I, I I I reached out to you probably two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. When yep. this whole start market thing was going crazy. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the world is going on. Yeah. But the good doctor, I see her post something every day and she getting it. That's right. She's That's getting right. it in the market. And um Where you posted that? 
On my Facebook page, uh-huh. in my Facebook group, um, on my IG, on my Twitter. You know. Rick, why you didn't tell me this? You know, everywhere. He telling you now. He didn't tell me before because here's why. Here's why I'm kind of bitter right about now. <laughs> okay. Because I, I talk a lot. I'm bitter because I asked yes, Rick. I, didn't, I ask, didn't I send this to the group like about two, three, about three weeks ago? Do we know anybody who is who's financially savvy in the market? That's what I got on my horse. And he told me no. That's what I got on but my horse. But if you've been following her this whole time and she's been posting and I have not gotten information, I've lost money. That's oh. why I'm. That's why I'm upset. Oh, we don't do that. I know. I we have. don't. We don't lose money. And I probably could have come to you had Rick told me about you earlier. Well, well you know now. I do know now. Yeah. I mean, but like Doctor. I say, she, Dr. Donovante. Do it one more time for me. Dr. Donovante, darling. <laughs> Your favorite doctor. Your rich black girl. Oh, what? I'm talking about, I used to be over there, man. And every chance. time she do it, <laughs> I'm going to hold myself. Just, I just... <laughs> but like I said, she's been posting and um, she, I mean, she got, she has this money school. It's yes. called the money school. The okay. money school Atlanta. Excuse me, money school. That means it's. There will be more. Mm-hmm. Yes, there will be more. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that um, when she had a show, how many? How many you done made? I have last I seen you was twelve. Thus far, I have made twelve millionaires, and that is documented. That ain't just words. That that yes. real millionaires. Um, but I'm working on number thirteen. I got a guy right now. He's thirty six years old, and he is rocking it out. Okay. Rocking it out. From investments or from all different platforms or all different uh, marketing tools? Well, we are leveraging his income and his credit okay. to build passive income streams. Thank you. Oh, yes. man, we gotta have, we're having a conversation tonight. So we're doing passive income, portfolio income, residual income, and, of course, his earned income. We are those having some a words. We gotta we, we got to get into those, especially that passive yeah. Residual and portfolio and portfolio. Those are yes, words sir. that's that's that's, and and I put out the offer to you before the show began because we got to get you back in here. Of course, because um financial literacy is one of the things that my community lacks. Yeah, yeah, and we, it's on purpose. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, that is yes, by design. Is. But what I really wanted to get you in here for tonight is to talk mm-hmm. about what happened a f- about a month or so ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We GameStop and we Reddit. Get Red, Red, GameStop, Reddit, and uh, AMCs. Right. One day, you just woke up and the world was going crazy talking about get stock from GameStop. Right. Get this stock, get this stock, get this stock, get this stock. Right. So so basically what happened is Please. a group of people on Reddit, I believe the, I believe they are, we are. I'm part of that group. The Wall Street. Wall Street. Wall Street. Wall Street Bets. Wall Street Bets. Thank you, because I didn't know the next. So how do you how do you get in on this little one? I'm a part of Reddit account. Well, you got to be a Reddit member. Yeah, yeah. 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 Get a Reddit. Yeah, get a Reddit. Subscribe. No, I'm saying, why didn't you get this money then? If you were part of the group, I will tell you that. Okay, I will talk about that. that. We'll get to my broke ass. Yeah, sound like a very right now. We're talking to the person who gets you the money. Okay, we tell you what to do, what not to do later on. But go ahead. So so it would be like if a group of people on Facebook, for example, because I know you're on Facebook, mm-hmm. if we all decided on my Facebook page. So I got 2,200 subscribers in my Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And let's say we all got together and decided to buy a particular stock, uh, whatever instrument it is, right? Mm-hmm. And, of course, if we all buy into that particular instrument, the value is going to go up. The price is going to go up. Yes. Right? Now, what you had is you had some um, uh, big hedge funds who were – uh, short selling GameStop, 
Okay. And please tell what short selling is. Well, so it's a, it's an options play, mm-hmm. right? So if you believe mm-hmm. that a a particular instrument is going to drop in value, you sell it prior to the drop, right? Mm-hmm. And should that happen, you have the option to buy the stock or or not, right? So a, a, a stock option is an option to buy or sell a stock, but not the obligation, right? So, it, you know, you see somebody who's uh, wealthy say to you, well, I'm going to short sell this particular uh, instrument, this particular asset, right? And you go and you tell all your friends, well, let's mess with him, <laughs> right? Let's go ahead and drive the price up so that he loses money, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Now, the problem is that not that the price was driven up necessarily, but because people did lose money, hedge funds lost money, big major players in that game lost money because they didn't pay attention. They to me, undermine, not undermine, they, um, uh, what do you call Underestimated. It? Underestimated, yes. thank you. Underestimated the power, the of, power mm-hmm. of people. Of, of, of people. Numbers. Okay. Um, and basically, they held their position. They knew what was happening. They knew that these people were driving the price up, but they felt like, well, we're, you know, they, you know, they <laughs> throwing their weight around. We're bigger, we're stronger, we're whatever. And so they had to end up filing bankruptcy. And it only took like a good month for this whole thing to play out. Well, after that, of course, you know, uh, you, you know, you can mess with certain people, but you can't mess with certain people. Yes, so now indeed. we got to have regulation. Now, here's my problem is that there's always been market manipulation. That's always been, it's been the hedge a part fund. of the game. And it's been the hedge fund people. Who've been That's doing what they do. Well, it's market. also been, I mean, so if you if you have a stockbroker that you work with, now most mm-hmm. stock trading is self-directed. You don't yeah. got to call up a guy and talk to him about, you know, your positions and all of that. But let's say that you did. Do you think he's making money from himself trading stock? Or no, do you he's think making he's my, making he's money, money from transactions? Exactly. Yes, he uses your money. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to and, talk to my son about it. I'm trying to teach my kids right now how to and he doesn't have any obligation to you to make you money he gets paid whether you get paid or not so what does he care exactly you know they need big beautiful buildings with brass and glass and marble all over the place they need their boats their planes their teslas you know they need a certain lifestyle so that they can sell a dream to you Mm -hmm. the middle class uh person who is trying to secure his future for retirement because we all know we don't want to be greeters at Walmart at 75. No disrespect to anybody that's greeting at Walmart at 75, but we don't want that life, yeah. right? We ain't about that. I'm trying to do it now at 50. Hey, so... <laughs> so <laughs> My knees hurt. So to that end, you know, uh, around a certain age, we get to the point where we're starting to pay more attention to our money and what we want to do with it, and that's where your uh, real estate brokers, and I am a real estate broker, so I ain't trying to, again, Oh, I got to tell you about nobody. that, too. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But all of us in, in the financial game stand to gain off of the fact that there comes a time in your life where you really get more focused on your money. It should happen as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. But typically, 35 and older, older, we're looking at how can we secure ourselves for retirement because now we're staring, you know, 50, you know, that halfway yeah. point yeah. <laughs> right in the face. Right. Do you so, think it's because we, as a people, we are always taught to work, 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 and not even yes. to actually? And I think that's because that's my question. Do, do we have, are we doing a disservice to our youth by one? And I guess we're going to talk about it like later on. Mm-hmm. Is financial management? We don't talk to our kids about how to become financially savvy or how to use their your money. Mm-hmm. We just told you to go pursue money. 
or well, to get a job. Well, if you don't know what to tell your children, how are you going to tell them? You're going to tell them what you were told. Which is true. Right? Yes. So now I can go online, and I can go online right now, and I can place trades, and I can make money with my phone. I can lay on the couch and be a rock star. Yeah. Right? But if, in, if you were growing up in the 40s or the 50s, where did you go to place uh, you know, a stock trade. No. Were you even allowed to no. do that? No. Were you were you with your beautiful melanin brown skin? Were you allowed to even don't play tell him in that? that. Space? I know. Please don't, don't tell him. No, please don't you tell him. You know, you know, you know, I didn't hear anything after my beautiful melanin brown skin. Please tell him that. I tuned out after she said melanin Please don't tell him that. So you might need to. Yeah. Cut out the beautiful Miller Brown okay. skin part yeah. and tell me okay. what you're Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Don't, okay. Don't, don't, don't talk to him like again. that. <laughs> <laughs> I got an ego. I'm sorry, people. So, so the people who wanted you to work hard said the way to wealth and riches is to work hard. And those people yes. were people that you worked for. So, of course, they're going to tell yes. you to work hard. True. So, we it's not, it's not our fault as parents, as aunties, uncles, that we didn't teach our children. We didn't know. We told them what we knew to do. Mm-hmm. And what you do when you have the information that you have is you do the best that you can with it. Um, what I do like about our lineage is that we tended to invest where we could, which is insurance, which is still a great investment. Mm. Okay. A lot of us still don't know that. Though. Yeah. A lot of us still don't know. That, that kind of died with our great grandparents. We gon' we yes. gon' we gonna yeah. have. I got a I got a guest coming in about few weeks from now mm-hmm. let's go get into the insurance we need yeah. to, that's and that's back to your show mm-hmm. with easy oh yeah aze aze yes, yes. he was big was on everything insurance and and, and 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 trying to get us to move our money from from savings to yes. insurance and yeah. and yes. it is very yeah enlightening and i mean you you mm-hmm. learn some stuff but yeah 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 go yeah. ahead i'm sorry so so basically you had a group of people that band together and drove the price of one particular asset through mm-hmm. the roof. They used it. And this that wasn't the first time. That's happened before in our history. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of platforms like Reddit and Facebook and all of these different social media platforms, you can get information to a group of people way, way quicker now. Yes. And everybody can band together, take their little stimmy money, and do what they got to do. I took my stimmy money. <laughs> I, I, I did that. But here's I the thing. That. You never want to follow the herd, Okay. Because people lost money because the price of the that asset is going to eventually drop. Like, mm-hmm. of course it is. You don't know when to cash out. And 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 that's the thing. Like, you know, the by the time everybody hears about, you know, some sort of um, play in the stock market, it's too late. The rich people have already siphoned the money out of the market. Please mm-hmm. don't have herd mentality where the stock market and any type of investing is concerned. You know, you want to have a trusted advisor that can steer you in the right direction based on your lifestyle Mm -hmm. because you're going to have to maintain whatever that uh, investment is. You got to care about it, you know. So I talked to a young lady earlier today, and she's in logistics. She's a truck driver. And so for me, she said, well, what should I buy into Tesla? I said, no, because that has already happened. But there are companies that are going to follow Tesla that's going to watch them figure out all of the problems with Tesla and then come and fix them. That's who you want to invest in. But if you're not 
into logistics if you don't care about truck driving are you going to read financial statements about the company are you going to care about what the ceo is doing are you going to follow the company's um uh, financials you see what i'm saying so you got to actually care about whatever it is that you're investing in if you don't care about it you're not going to do the work to maintain it so it needs to be based on your lifestyle your financial wherewithal it needs to be based on your interests. not only that but what about your goals what goals do you have stock investing isn't for everybody because if you are to me 45 or older i think you need to be doing some other things that will get you to the money quicker Mm -hmm. okay and and i'm not saying that stocks isn't a great place to invest but you think about somebody like a warren buffett who's been investing since he was like nine or ten years old but didn't make any money until after he was 50 50. yeah okay so you know and it's okay to make money slow and over time but if you ain't got time, you need to get to the bag. Like, you know, you need, you need to get to the bag. You don't, you, the learning curve has to be quick and you got to do something that's really going to get you to the money. So every type of investing is not for every type of investor. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because we do think it's a, it's a one size fits all. Yeah. Do, I trade Forex and people are like, I want to learn Forex. I'm like, ho, 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 ho. It's Forex for you. Yeah. You got to have an aptitude before age, you got to have a certain level of discipline. You got to have a certain level of emotional control that 99% of people just don't have. And I'm, that emotional control has lost me a lot of money. Yes. Because <laughs> when I, there has been, because I am a, a, uh, Novelist, mm-hmm. novice, com- uh, novice. Okay, novice. I'm a novelist. I, I wrote a novel. Is a writer. I'm You're sorry. a novice. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> That's right. You are. I acted too. Huh? It was the 1800. My bad. That's okay. But uh, exactly, I, I'm a novice, mm-hmm. a trader, because I just started like during the pandemic mm-hmm. back okay. in March. Yeah. I actually, I've had my account mm-hmm. for a while, but I just really said, let me sit down and do this stuff. Yeah, I made some great decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, I brought a lot of things early mm-hmm. before it was just to me, it was like, grab it. Yeah. Something told me, grab it. Mm-hmm. I did a little research, grab it. But I will tell you what happens. When you wake up in the morning and you start seeing it drop and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. I got to sell right now. Yeah. And you sell right then and, and then, then you it see goes it back goes up. Yeah. way higher yeah. than what you sold it at. Exactly. And I, and I said to myself, I have to stop watching it yeah so much yeah because you're right the emotional roller coaster that you go on it will mess you up it will mess you up hey good people hey good people we having great conversation we got time we got to have a little break top of the hour we got to let the radio people in on this thing so we're gonna get ready to take a break and when we come back dr d is yours all right real 1100 would like for you to join us in the celebration of black history month Did you know Thurgood Marshall was the first African-American Supreme Court judge appointed by President Lyndon B. Johnson in 1967? He served till 1991. Well, if you didn't know, now you know. And thanks for listening to today's Black History Fact. Real 1100 would like for you to join us in the celebration of Black History Month. Today, we honor Tony Stone, the first woman to play for an American professional baseball team. Raised in St. Paul, Minnesota, Stone took up baseball at an early age, believing that softball was not fast enough for her. She played for a couple of teams in San Francisco and New Orleans before being signed to play second base for the Indianapolis Clowns in the Negro Leagues in 1953. The Clowns sold the contract of their previous second baseman to the Milwaukee Braves. That player was Hank Aaron. Thank you for listening to today's Black History Fact. 
Rio 1100 would like for you to join us in the celebration of Black History Month. The Grammy Award for Album of the Year is one of the most prestigious honors in music. Do you know the first black artist to win the award? That would be Stevelyn Hardaway Morris, but we all know him as Stevie Wonder. He won the award for his 1973 album, Inner Visions. He also won Album of the Year for Fulfillingness First Finale and Songs in the Key of Life, and he is one of only three artists to win the award three times. Thank you for listening to today's Black History Fact. WAEC Love 860 would like for you to join us in a celebration of Black History Month. Elijah McCoy is often regarded as the most famous black inventor ever. In 1872, he developed the lubricating cup, which was vital to the railroad industry to avoid sticking to the tracks. Other inventors attempted to steal his idea, but companies insisted on the authentic device. And that's where we get the phrase, the real McCoy. If you didn't know, now you know. And thanks for tuning in to today's Black History Fact. You are tuned into AM the opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Solid dollar bill, yo. The New York Times side Staying alive was no job At second hands Moms bounced on old man So then we moved to Shallon land A young youth You're rocking the gold tooth Low goose Only way I begin to G-York Was drug loot And let's start it like this son Rolling with this one And that one Pulling out gats for fun But it was just a dream For the team Who was a fiend Started smoking wools at 16 And running up in gates And doing hits for high stakes Making my way on fire skates No question I would speed For cracks and weed the combination made my eyes bleed. No question, I will flow off and try to get the dough off. Sticking up right, boys, on board My life got no better. Same damn low sweater. Times is rough and tough like leather. Figured out I went the wrong route. So I got with a sick tight click and went all out. Catching keys from cross seas. Rolling in MPVs every week. We made 40 G. Yo, brothers, respect mine. I ain't gonna take now. Bow, move from the gate now. Cash rules, everything around me cream get the money dollar dollar bill yo cash rules everything around me thank you for tuning in to talking random ish with king insane and the lovely starlight Talking randomish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kane. I'm in, I'm in the building. I am behind the glass. I am on the board. Y'all know how we do it around these parts. We got a super duper producer, Greg, up in the building. Greg, say what up? Big Sure. Yo. 
Y'all know what this is. Y'all know this ain't never some good old-fashioned barbershop style conversation. And in this young barbershop, not now conversation this time. But we ain't got but one rule and one rule only. Will, 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 will say what's that rule? That rule is say what you mean, mean what you say. Don't be mean when you say it to be a part of the show. To call into the show. To give your opinion. Please dial 404-603-8770. If you ain't your mammy, baby, please let her know it's not a freaky diggy type of night. She ain't got to worry about none of them charges on her phone tonight. It's not one of them nah, 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 nah. Tell your nah, grandmama nah, to tune nah, in so she nah, can tell nah, you what she nah, should have nah, told you nah, about nah, get some nah, money. Nah, nah, nah. It ain't one of them nah, 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 no. But mm. it is a one triple eight nine six two nine two six seven five six two. That's on us. We gonna pay for the charges tonight. Please holler at your folk. Please listen to your folk. Please download your folk. Please hate your folk. Please subscribe to your folks on Apple Podcasts. Google Play Podcast, Amazon Music Podcast, Audio Podcast, wherever you can find your damn podcast, holler at your folks. Please, the shop is now open. Who do we have in the building tonight? Oh, we got the lovely. <laughs> we got, oh, please say your name. Please say it. Dr. Donvante, darling, your favorite doctor, your rich black girl. Oh, do something to me. Yeah, I no. love a rich black girl. <laughs> oh, she's a rich black girl. With a girl. sexy voice. Mm. Uh-oh. And a beautiful look about Uh-oh. Mm. Uh-oh. Uh. Let's do this, people. Let's do it. Let's keep it, keep, keep it going. Let's get back to it. So, Doctor, I'm sorry. We interrupted because we had to, t- you know, we had to get the new people in. Um, let the radio folks know what we're talking about tonight there, Rick. Um, we talking about this money thing. About, about a month or so ago, um, GameStop was, <laughs> GameStop was probably trending like they have never trended before because we all know that GameStop is a mom and pop shop. Ain't nobody going inside to buy no games no more oh, because yeah. you can download everything. Nah. So all of a sudden nah. some guys got together and say, let's mess with some let's, let's mess with the hedge fund guys. Let's put all this money in GameStop and see, and see what it do and make it do what it do. But see the difference between what happened about a month or so ago and what's been happening back in the day is everybody got social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doc, tell them what happened from there. Yeah. Well, so, um, you know, we always talk about, we, I don't know if we always talk about it, but I hear a lot of people talking about stuff like group economics, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I hear people talking about, you know, they susu and they circles and yeah, all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Rick somebody. I'll Rick somebody. Stop, stop. Don't talk about susu. I'll Rick somebody. I might have to put on a different song. You put on that susu. I got you. I got you on it. I got you on it. <laughs> I got three people on it. My bad, folks. I got paid. My nah, bad. Hey, hey, it was hey, it was one of them things. We, we, we thought we thought with the group economics, this could work. Yeah. But it can work. It can work. I mean, you're talking about like, you know, it's so many ways that groups of people can come together and create wealth. That's why, uh, you know, pyramid, what they call pyramid schemes aren't legal you you can't legally do a susu like that's not that's not legal you know yeah. uh, then you got like network marketing that people feel like it's some kind of scam or whatever and listen none of it is a scam if you do it right if you work with people that have integrity true about it you can true. you can have a successful susu the problem is that people don't have 
what emotional control about money they we, don't have emotional control when it comes to money these things can work and they have for a lot of other cultures who if, if you've grown up in a particular way and you understand how the susu is supposed to work yes. it can work but when you introduce that to somebody who you know in our society it's all about me 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 I, that's I, I, my, what my, happened my, right and so if you don't have a a, a community mindset yep. all right and if you don't understand understand the the integrity that you have to have when you're practicing group economics you're not going to get anywhere so before you can even do that you got to get people mind right you got to either one choose people who already are mentally there or you got to you know have some type of onboarding some type of you know jump them in or something you You know maybe you vet them maybe you beat them up and say hey if you don't (laughs) i don't know you got to figure out how to get their mind right you know so that they practice the the principles and the guidelines and the um what do you call it when people have uh, a a group way of thinking and practicing something I, I forgot what you call it but you, yeah you know what I'm talking about yes, it's, yes, it's not coming yes, to me but yes. you got you got to have a um you got to have a a, a, a community a that has mindset. one yeah. way of doing things yeah. they have to have bylaws and like rules around it and honestly this is why that will never work in this society. Because this society is not built for that. To do something like that is borderline treason. Your your allegiance is to the flag. You see what I'm mm. saying? So you're that is not you're not even even in your family. The state you're wants right. to be your family. The state wants to take care of you because if I can take care of you financially, I get to control you. Mm. So you know you you have to be responsible. You have to have a particular mindset if you're going to practice group economics successfully. It's it all out good. The you kill them. The thing that happened with the susu. Let me say this real quick. The thing that happened with the susu. We had a small group of people in there at first, mm-hmm. and it was working because the people in there at first had a lot of integrity. It was mm-hmm. people that you knew mm-hmm. that would like, yo, we got this working. Yeah. What happens when you expand, exactly. you bring in more and more people and everyone's like, hey, just come in. Yeah. You, There's no that process. person does not that person right there does not need to be in here. Yeah. They don't have but, a mindset and they no. don't yeah. And yeah. then when they take their money, they take their they take the money and run and they mm-hmm. look at it as, oh, it's my money. Right. It's the team, it's the it's the community's money. Yeah. You didn't do anything. You did not put in any real work at yeah. all to receive a seven hundred dollar payout. Right. Off of one hundred dollars, you get eight hundred. You didn't do anything. Yeah. So why are you not generous enough to say, hey, you know what? Thank you, community, for giving me this genuine, this this nice amount of money so I can go pay a bill. I'm going to now give back to the pot four, five hundred of this. And I'm gonna take two, I'm gonna take my hundred back, and I'm probably gonna take another hundred or two. But I'm gonna give back to the pot. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm just sorry. We, I, I hate to get on my soapbox with the yeah. susu thing. Yeah. No, 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 you, no. But you do have to be mindful yeah. of who you bring into these things. Oh yeah, because yeah. like you say, everybody ain't out for everybody to help ain't family, the, 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 the the community. Everybody ain't yeah. family. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. they're not a visionary because they don't see past the little eight hundred dollars. 
to know that if I keep this going, get it could be more and more and more. So you have to have a, a, a visionary mindset. And you got to see that, you know, not only is the money going to be greater later, but when you create those relationships, yes. man, that's the real value because those people going to come and see about you if you in Texas. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those people are going to come and rescue you. It, you know, the number one thing that I tell people is people are the money. Don't ever forget that. You know, you always put people before money. If you didn't come to work tomorrow and if you didn't call anybody and if you didn't post on Facebook, who going to come look for you and how soon? That's how you know whether or not you have integrity with people if you have those real connections that you need. Your network is the most valuable thing you have. You know, yeah, your 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 network because people now that person who took the whole pot and didn't give anything back, he can't come back to none of y'all and yeah. ask to get spit on if he was on fire. Yeah, you you know, yeah. so yeah, that 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 is so much more to it when you when you practice that group economics. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a if you're not a visionary type person, you can't see past getting your light bill, your phone bill, your gas bill paid, or taking your girl out or whatever it is that he did with the money. You know, he couldn't see past it. Go buy that girl so that purse. Yeah. What were you telling people uh, back to the GameStop? Yeah. That situation. Mm -hmm. What were you telling your people? Your Stay school? away. Stay, Stay away? away from that. Mm. Stay all the way away. My people know how to. Um, I, so you mentioned that I um, own and operate the Money School Atlanta. And uh, what I teach people is exactly how to read the stock market. You look at the chart and you know what's going to happen next. You can tell mm -hmm. based on you can you my people know um, what the investor sentiment is in the market. Mm -hmm. They understand by looking at the chart what investors are thinking and feeling. So that because investors as a whole don't have emotional control, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we don't, you don't. So if you know how to read the emotions of the market, you know what's going to happen next and you can capitalize off of their fears, their hopes, their dreams, their doubts, you know. Um, and so that's what I teach. I teach people how to actually read the market so they don't get stuck following the herd. How do you tell people, teach people how to take their emotions, people that ain't never had money? Okay. Yeah. How do you teach them to take their emotions out of money? Out of these things, and I put it here, and watching them walk, oh. Yeah. How do you teach them to get out their feelings with this money? So the Money School Atlanta has a three-pillar approach. It's economic healing, which is the mindset part. Um, then there is capital inclusion. I'm sorry, financial dignity, and then capital inclusion. With the economic healing part, what I do is basically rob people of their trained incompetence. Um, now, trained incompetence just means that somebody done told you wrong. How, how, <laughs> how do you do that? Because we know, I, I have learned that to in order to grow now in life, you got to unlearn the, exactly. the, the BS that we've learned before. How do you do that? Because this money thing is, is yeah, it's deep. tight with us. Well, first of all, the reason why we have so much emotional current around money is because we don't know anything about it. And anything that you don't understand, you fear. Okay, so first we got to get you really, really familiar with your own emotional triggers. That means you got to be really honest with yourself. And that's why most people do not actually graduate from my program, because I challenge you to to really look inside yourself and see that shadow side of you. You know, why don't you why aren't you a visionary? What are you afraid of? Why did you uh, marry into that family that you don't like? Why did you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why did you take that job that, you know, is beneath you? You know, why are you still hanging around that frenemy that you know is jealous of you? You know, what what's the payoff that you get 
when you post something that's belittling and mean on your social media. We explore those emotional triggers. We explore the shadow side and we get real familiar with it. If you're not familiar with your shadow side, you'll be that person, you know, with blood on your hands wondering, how did I do that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of that plays out financially. A lot of people sit and look at their credit report and they're like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Why did I do that? You know, they look at their bank account and they see all of these negative charges. They're like, why did I do that? They look at all of the money that they spent splurging on people that they don't even like, taking them out to dinner. Why did I do that? Yeah. And that's because they haven't explored their shadow side when it comes to money. If you're a person who needs validation, if you're a person who needs confirmation, if you're a person who needs to please people, you're going to be the one paying the check for everybody when you go out to eat and you know you got that one friend that's going to go to the bathroom you got the other friend that's going to start patting themselves to find their wallet you got the other friend that's suddenly on the phone it's something really important on the phone and you're going to pull out your wallet instead of saying so your part of the check was you know or telling the server we need uh, separate checks over here please you know um, and when you put yourself in those precarious positions you know you got the need to please you need validation you need people head up your behind for you to feel safe and for you to feel you know confident then you're going to make those types of financial mistakes you know what i'm saying you're going to do things and be asking yourself why did i do that so first we got to explore what makes you tick right what happened in your household what conversations did you hear about money all i heard was is starving children in africa eat all your food money don't grow on trees ain't nothing going on but the rent uh, you know, rich around and rich it off. You know, <laughs> like you know, that's my D.L. Hughley reference. That's my D. You know, mess around, run up my light bill. You better rich around and rich it off. So. I'm glad y'all old enough to get that. Uh, <laughs> country or no too now. Right, exactly. Exactly. All my folk country. So what were what were what were the conversations that you had around money? A lot of children, uh, you know, if you mess something up at the house, let's say you track some dirt in the house. Mm-hmm. First thing your parents say, you know how much I paid for that rug? You know how much I pay for that? So that lets you know that 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 the rug and the value of it is more important than your well-being because your feelings are being being attacked. Now, as an adult, you know your feelings weren't being attacked. But when you're a child, that's how you feel. And if you don't heal that trauma, you grow up with it and you use money to please people because in your world, that's what pleases people is money. Right. Yeah. So first of all, we got to deal with all that. I know that was a lot, but first we got to deal with all of that. The next thing we got to do is get you really comfortable with walking into a bank and sitting down with a banker, you know, or talking on the phone with a creditor if you owe them. If your phone rings, it's a bill collector. Pick up the phone and talk to them. Do not shrink. Do not recoil. Do not ignore the call. Don't run from it. Pick up the phone and talk to those Oh, that's people. what we were taught, though. We you were know? taught do not. We were taught. Don't answer the phone if it's a, if it's the bill collector. Mm-hmm. Don't go to the door if it's a Jehovah Witness. Yeah, we were taught those type things. Yeah. So I look at it and and I and I saw it growing up and that that's the one thing I've always I, I've always prod, prod prodded myself about as being an adult mm-hmm. was that I don't have to duck the bill collector. Exactly. And I refused. To Especially if they're a third party collector. Oh, I I get on the phone with them quick. I'd be like, Oh, you paid that for me? 
thank you so much. That was so nice of you. It was so nice of you. But here's the thing. You can't force me to do business with you. I didn't sign a contract with you. I don't care who assigned it over to you. So you're going to have to eat that. And I ain't hungry, so I'm not going to help you. (laughs) So now I don't have that problem anymore. But when I first started to understand about what it meant to have financial dignity, meaning, you know, stand up for yourself, have conversations, ask questions. If you go to buy a house, don't pretend like you're reading the documents. I know it's a lot of documents, but people sit there and pretend like they're reading it and they sign not knowing what they're signing. And then when they're ready to sell the house or refinance and they find that they got a prepayment penalty or that, you know, you know, whatever the case may be that they didn't read because they didn't know. Now they want to add, well, I didn't know. Well, you should have known. It was right there in front of you. You had an attorney working on your behalf. That you could say, hey, attorney, what does this line mean? What does a prepayment penalty actually mean? And you didn't you didn't do that because you didn't have integrity and the dignity to stand up for yourself and say, you know, if this doesn't make sense to me today, I'm not signing today. Yeah. You know, but the emotionally you wanted the house. And, you know, some of us don't even know that, though. You know, and, and, and thankfully, I'm thankful that when I be, when I when I moved back to Georgia, that I surrounded myself or was surrounded by the grace of God yeah. and other people. Yeah. That I was surrounded with people who had financial knowledge. Yeah. So they told me those type of things like, mm-hmm. hey, when you go get your house, do not go get a, uh, not a revolving, do not get an adjustable an arm. arm. Yeah. Yeah. Do not, just, rate do not go get a, yeah, do not go get an arm. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get a fixed rate. Make sure there is no pre penalty, yeah. prepayment penalty. Yeah. It was things like if I would, if I had not known that, I would have been the sucker who went out there and got a four hundred, five hundred thousand dollar home whose rate was at like five percent and no time. percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then they shoot month, up. Yeah, it's like at t- ten or fifteen percent. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I think a lot of us don't know that. Yeah, but and it, it is about you. I, I I tell people now, you have to surround yourself with people who are doing better than you. That is excellent, excellent advice. But here is even better advice. Get yourself a mentor, Mm -hmm. a teacher, a coach, an advisor. You need someone who doesn't have any vested interest in your success or failure. Mm -hmm. Because your friends and family, though they may love you and want what's best for you, um, they're going to tell you what's best for them, not necessarily what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're well-meaning, but if you have somebody that's advising you that hasn't said, well, what are your goals? They're, they're going to give you the wrong answer. Just know that off top. If you, if you ask somebody, well, what do you think about this? And they don't say, well, what do you want to accomplish? What do you want to see as the mm-hmm. end result? They're going to tell you the wrong answer. They don't have enough intel to give you yeah. the, the, the information. They haven't asked you what you want. They haven't asked you what result or what outcome you're trying to, you know, get. So how can they give you the right answer? Yeah, they can't give you a really informed opinion because exactly. they don't even know where you're trying to go. Exactly. And they don't know where you are likely. So because you, you know, I mean, we don't tell people that, you know. <laughs> so um, so that's the financial dignity piece is really getting you, getting the student comfortable around money to the point where I don't care who's in the room, you feel comfortable having a conversation about money, even if you don't know anything about the subject matter, you are in a position where you're able to admit that, ask questions. And my thing is, I tell my students, you keep asking me questions until you get it, okay? And I will get, I will answer the question a million different ways until you get it, all right? If you don't get it on this class, come to the next class. And Dr. D, I know I asked you before, but I still, because... 
I, my, my, my job is to rob people of their trained incompetence. So, you know, I may say something and use a particular analogy or use certain terminology that might not work for somebody, but somebody else might light up, right? So I'll find different ways to say the same thing until I reach you, you know? Um, and then the third part is capital inclusion. This is where we talk about the practical part of actually investing. What does that look like? What websites are you going on? You know, where are you putting the money once you get, once you get your paycheck, how do you budget it? How do you split it up? Um, I tell people you need at least seven bank accounts. What is each account for? What bank should they be in? You know, so um, we go from the mental, emotional to the practical. So by the time somebody graduates from my program, even though they may not be a millionaire at that time, they have everything they need to go on that journey and make it happen. After that, it's about your work and what you put into exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Got to walk the talk. <laughs> mm. Break time. Well, I told you she was bad. Uh, <laughs> Dr. D. Yeah. Your offer. Yes. Doctor of money. Yes. <laughs> school teacher. Yes. A mm-hmm. lady of the finest things. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you also are an artist. I am somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got this little song here. Uh huh. Yes. Y'all ready to hear my song? They go play my song. Okay. What you do? You rap? Let's song, song. You song, song. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I mean, I mean introduce the world oh, to you pick a song? I mean, what you do? You know what I mean? Hey, Give it to him. Make the switch. Let's do it. Um, make the switch. If we finna make the switch, um, we gonna take a little break. We will be right black. All right. Yeah. Pull work for the money, money works for the rich. If you ain't rich, make a switch. Pull work for the money, money works for the rich. If you ain't rich, make a switch. Pull work for the money, money works for the rich. If you ain't rich, make a switch. Pull work for the money, money works for the rich. You ain't rich. The rich get richer cause he's a doer. The poor stay poor, just praying for it. Living check to check, know you working for You trap like a rat because you fail for it. You were taught to be safe, not to invest. Your money tree can't grow, locked in the chest. You heard about Warren Buffett and you're impressed. Don't you know you can get that type of success? Tell me why not, it's your mindset. They said investing is risky, a gambling bet. They only take your mortgage, swim in debt. Fuck that, expand your assets. She tried trading forex, stocks and options. Got greedy, thought you was popping. Made a little money and started shopping. Flexing on the ground with the branch you copping. Cut and paste it, crop and stop it. Like a fool in his money. You dearly departed Because you got sloppy You got outsmarted Stop chasing validation Be smarter about it Poor work for the money Money work for the rich If you ain't rich Make a switch Poor work for the money Money work for the rich If you ain't rich Make a switch Poor work for the money Money work for the rich If you ain't rich Make a switch Poor work for the money Money work for the rich You ain't rich I see you working hard, but what you working for? That job you rushing to, don't even want no more. Sounds good, man. Make a few bands, pay a couple of bills. You got 50 hands. You got to find a way. Got to find a way. Multiply your pay. Double every day. Let it compound. Let it grow. Never let it stop. Never let it go. You better learn to earn faster than you spend investments, high returns. Profits, dividends, money make a great slave, but a terrible master. Working harder at your job, that's not the answer. Instead of working for money, put it to work for you. Let interest accrue. Build revenue. See, I was in your shoes. I felt like you. Saving cutting costs, eating new. They didn't tell me the truth like I'm telling you. I'm giving up the 
game and now it's up to you. I made it work for me, now let it work for you. I'm telling you the shit they don't teach in school. I'm living comfortably. But look at you, fear money like a ghost. That's not the look, boo. Look, man, I ain't playing. What's it gonna be? No shade, no tears. Get back for me. Poor work for the money, money work for the rich. If you ain't rich, make a switch. Poor work for the money, money work for the rich. If you ain't rich, make a switch. Poor work for the money, money work for the rich. If you ain't rich, make a switch. Poor work for the money, money work for the rich. You ain't rich. You ain't rich. Love 860 would like for you to join us in a celebration of Black History Month. The Grammy Award for Album of the Year is one of the most prestigious honors in music. Do you know the first black artist to win the award? That would be Stevelyn Hardaway Morris, but we all know him as Stevie Wonder. He won the award for his 1973 album, Inner Visions. He also won Album of the Year for Fulfillingness First Finale and Songs in the Key of Life, and he is one of only three artists to win the award three times. Thank you for listening to today's Black History Fact. Real 1100 would like for you to join us in a celebration of Black History Month. Elijah McCoy is often regarded as the most famous black inventor ever. In 1872, he developed the lubricating cup, which was vital to the railroad industry to avoid sticking to the tracks. Other inventors attempted to steal his idea, but companies insisted on the authentic device. And that's where we get the phrase, the real McCoy. If you didn't know, now you know. And thanks for tuning in to today's Black History Fact. Welcome black, welcome black, welcome black, welcome black to Barbershop Talking Random Ish with your boys King Insane. I am Rick Kane. I am Will Sane. And we got the producer extraordinaire, G in the building. Yo. We got the lovely, lovely, thank you, beautiful doctor, Dr. Dr. Don Vonti, darling. <laughs> your favorite doctor, your rich black girl. Ooh, yes, indeed. <laughs> Talk about this song and and, and what made you take it down? Well, well, well. So I, okay, a few things. One, I know that my students need as much content and as much reinforcement about what I teach as possible. You know, I got books out. I do classes. I got, like, tons and tons and tons of content. And um, I want to make money fun. You know, getting rich is not sexy. It's not exciting. People okay? think it is. They see the rap video. It's totally not. <laughs> it's totally not. Um, and, you know, when you speaking of rap videos, those people are working for money still. Mm-hmm. It's still work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of work. They And if they ever stop touring, like a lot of people, a lot of those celebrities, they're, you know, having some hard times right now because they can't tour. So, you know, um, they're they're in the same boat, literally, as mm-hmm. anybody else living check to check. They got to figure out how to make their money now. They are living check to check. OK, so, you know, don't be don't be intoxicated by that. Um so the people who, you know, have good advisors who were smart enough to, to have good advisors and to live a little below their means until they reached a certain um, echelon financially, you know, uh, they don't have any financial problems. They don't they're not worried about whether or not they tour. And as a matter of fact, they probably have other artists that work under them that, <laughs> you know, work for them. So, you know, there's all of that. But um, 
so the first reason is that uh, the first reason I wrote the song and and recorded it and put it out is because I know that people need as much reinforcement as possible you know um, so they have a song to listen to they have a few songs to listen to I also do meditations um, that you know basically speak to your brain in a way that lets you digest and, and make the information that I teach palatable where is that um, that's also on YouTube. You can also buy it on my website, themoneyschoolatlanta.org, themoneyschoolatlanta.org. Um, and then, of course, there are the books, uh, Money Doesn't Solve Financial Problems, I Do. You that's do. the latest, yes. And uh, Homemade Money, which is another one. Um, that's on its third edition. Um, there is uh, the magical, what is it? It's uh, Enjoy. <laughs> enjoy the magical process of raising your vibration now that one is more about uh getting what you want out of life in any area of life there are seven areas of life and i talk about all areas of life in that particular book so um i decided i needed a song to go with all of that and then the third reason why i decided to write the song is because content is worth more than gold yes Content, 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 content. So what I learned in my research is that all of the most prominent black billionaires made their money from content. Uh, Bob Johnson, Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry. Content, content, content. So guess what I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be creating content. (laughs) (laughs) High quality, high impact content that people actually want, though. So, and, you know, I'm going to need Tyler Perry to tighten up just a little bit. But, you know, he he has a a very niche audience that they don't care about the wigs. They don't care about, you know, the storyline being the same. They'll support him regardless. And so if you can create a, a, um, a loyal following like that, a loyal base like that, you'll eat forever. That's what I mean, your network. Do you you work as fast as he does? No, I don't because I like high quality stuff. You know, and I'm I don't have his studio, you know, I don't have his staff. So, um, you know, no, I don't work as fast, but soon come, soon come. Yeah, soon come. I like and I like the words. uh, I like the words to the hook. Poor work for the money, money work for the rich. Yes, because I think that's something that people. Could you break that down for the people? Absolutely. Please break that down. Absolutely. I understand what it means because I've read the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. Okay. And so. a lot of people miss some key points in Rich Dad Poor Dad. But yes. um, so so the poor go to work and trade time for money. That's what we've been taught. And the poor and middle class, right? Um, and poor the 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 poor is kind of inching up now. If you making Remember back in the day, you making fifteen dollars an hour. You was doing good. You was doing good. You know, um, fifteen dollars an hour is very, very close to the poverty line at this point in our economy. So, um, if you are trading time for money, you have essentially gone to an employer and said, "An hour of my time is worth fifteen dollars." I bought a mascara the other day for twenty five dollars. Mascara is worth more than an hour of your time. I think not. Okay, <laughs> I think not. I have to. I, I, sorry to interrupt you. But yeah. I'm glad you said that because I, I've started. I started. I began. I begun to use that in order to teach my kids things. Mm-hmm. Like my daughter just started working a few months ago, mm-hmm. and so now whenever she wants something, I would tell her, "Okay, look, 
Think about how much that costs. Mm-hmm. Think about how much you make an hour now. Mm-hmm. Now, do you still want to spend that? Because that's like you having to work 10 hours okay. yeah. just to pay to for have that. that. Yeah, yeah and, th- and then she's like, uh, you know what? No. So I applaud that. But here's a, here's a really good lesson to teach as well. Her job that she has now, your job that you have now, any job that you have now is just to teach you what to do in your business. Mm. Okay. Um, Super wealthy people do allow their kids to go and get jobs because they need to know what an employer expects. They need to know the systems and the operations, how a business is run from the inside. Right. So so daughters and sons need to work not for money. But for experience, to build a network, to create a social circle, right? And they need to leverage their income. They need to be taught to leverage their income to create more money. This is where money works for the rich come in. So you know that your time is more valuable than $15 an hour. So what you need to do is you need to take some of those hours and invest them so that your hour is worth more. Some money or someone, something needs to be worth somewhere on your behalf. Okay, so that your the the totality of your hour, because there's nothing wrong with earned income. Okay, yes. there's nothing wrong with going to get a job, but the totality of your hour should add up to what you really feel your real value is, right? Yes. Okay, so you need to sit down and figure out what your value is, what kind of lifestyle you want to live. Take your daughter to different neighborhoods, you know, maybe even go online and 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 look at you know some different places around the world where she might want to live. Well, what does that cost? Okay, now you adjust for inflation when you become that age what how much money do you want to make a year you know is that going to be enough because a lot of people say a million dollars okay in five years that's going to be trash like that's going to be you know sneeze on it money yeah. you know what i mean you can build a million dollars in a year in now. in no time yeah. so it's like you know you, you it once you understand like inflation and 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 uh economics from a micro level and a macro level then you can really make some decisions around money that's the financial dignity piece mm-hmm. is that you understand what money is and what it's for is not a value of who you are because you are invaluable. You know, you have infinite energy and infinite, you know, wisdom and, and, and things that you can give to the world. So if I can be selling books, classes, courses, MP3s, songs, why wouldn't I do that? Exactly. While I sit here, I'm actually making money, you know, as I sit here. So, you know, the goal is, is, is yes, you want a great income and you want um, to be highly educated and all of those things. The education doesn't just come from college, by the way. But uh, you, you, you want money to be working for you so that you don't have to work for it. You don't want to be a slave to money. So you leverage your income starting as early as possible. I mean, birthday money, yes. tooth fairy Stop money. Yes. yes. And from as soon as, as soon as a child can learn value. And children can learn value right around the time they are playing with a toy and they see a child playing with another toy. They throw that down and go and get their toy mm-hmm. because it's valuable because somebody else has it. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So that's about the time when it's time to start having the financial conversations is because they understand value. Somebody else. Values somebody it. else got it. Oh, it looks so good because somebody else got no it. No matter if yours. That, that's me. No matter if yours is more expensive. Yeah. Than that one. Yeah. You still want that one because the other because person. they got it. Yeah. So that's the time when, you know, those conversations and people say, well, they don't understand you. Children are. I mean, sponges and so, so, so smart. But we dumb them down 
Okay. Uh, quick. As soon as they get here, we start on them. <laughs> um, but if you can, if you can start explaining money from a value perspective, yeah. right? Then you can get through to a child and get them to understand that that's just an item. That's a thing. You know, now what you did to that person, are they going to want to share with you? Because that's really the value. Yeah. You know, now when they have another toy, now that you gonna snatch their stuff, <laughs> you know, you know, so so it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's teaching the value proposition early on and then making sure that they have enough dignity to use their money wisely, leverage income, leverage credit, leverage relationships, leverage their own intellectual property. That's a big one that we need to learn about. Um, your own intellectual property. So what are some things that, okay, so for the, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say for the regular man, okay. for the regular man, woman, who's making that $15 an hour, mm-hmm. what are some small things they could do right now to increase their value? Or the very first thing they need to do is is get their weight up on their financial knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's the very first thing they need to do. Invest in books, uh, audio books, anything that, that can get you thinking in that direction. Like you don't have to do every single thing that every single financial book talks about, mm-hmm. but you need to get your brain thinking in that direction. Now, as far as your money is concerned, you want to you want a budget. Now, a lot of people think a budget is a list of your bills. That's not what a budget is. Mm-hmm. A budget is where you tell your money where to go and how to grow. Right. So mm-hmm. if you have if you have thirty dollars. You need to be able to tell that money. You need to prioritize and tell that money, okay, I know we want to take Becky out, you know, whatever her name is, but she going to have to wait. <laughs> okay, she going to have to wait because... She's going to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> She's the priority. You know, you know, you know, you know why, we, why she wouldn't leave you. Wow. She wouldn't leave you if you sat her down and explained what you're doing Are you because serious? let me tell you why let me tell you why because women value someone who is thinking about security that's a security minded person so if i said to becky listen um we can go to chick-fil-a okay we can't go to this other place you ain't talking about becky i'm talking about <laughs> becky i'm talking about becky i like my nifa I like to take my knee out. It's a, it's a few of them that I, I'm gonna tell you. It's a few people nowadays who don't understand that. But I, I understand what you. Then, then ain't who that ain't who you need to be with. Thank you. That ain't who you need to be with. You're correct. And yeah, because she gonna correct. siphon your money you're right correct. out your pocket. But I've seen I've seen people post about, and this is a tangent. This is a whole other tangent. Okay, give it but to I, me. But I have seen women ask about if if a guy does this, does that mean he's poor? And I don't have time for a poor guy and a broke guy. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're you're probably well. You're too talking about, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. That was rude. No, you're, but no, you're, good. you're good. You're probably looking at someone who is wouldn't be evenly yoked with a man who is taking that step in the first place. I think you're right. Okay, that woman, you know, is not ready for the type of man that's gonna. Let me tell. You, let me tell you how. Let me just give y'all a little lesson on how to rich, rich, rich. I'm talking about billionaires like multi-millionaires and billionaires let me tell you what they do they are usually cash poor okay Mm -hmm. they're usually cash poor because they invest like crazy people (laughs) okay they invest like crazy people right and typically the money that they're living on is interest from investments because they want to keep their principal safe Right. In some instrument. And then they want to live off of the interest. That's why they drive the Fords more than the Porsche and the Ferraris. 
Right. So, okay. So, so they're doing that. Well, what they're doing also is they're teaching their children these same financial principles to the point where the child's life up until adulthood is so much under the family's control that sure you can go and meet somebody and like them and bring them home but the family decides as a unit whether or not that person is right to marry Mm -hmm. so the person that's saying well I don't know I think he's poor I don't know if I should date him she wouldn't be allowed in the family anyway Mm -hmm. she's not going to be allowed in the family anyway because that's someone who to the family is going to siphon the money out of the family because she's going to be an heir and at some point she's going to have to preserve the family wealth and if she's of the mindset that I got to be eating that chops or I got to be eating that Capitol Grill every week why is that the poor people's mentality to look rich but not because they don't know how to get rich it's not their fault it's the trained incompetence it's not it's not they're not listen we we don't we don't have enough knowledge flowing into the community just yet. Like okay. you see like you see women, right? Mm-hmm. With $3,000, $5,000, $3,000, dollars bags, but they don't have $5,000 in the bank account. Well, because that thing... So, okay, remember we talked about emotional control, right? Yeah. So let's get back to why we start with economic healing. Because my purse gives me the validation that I need. Mm-hmm. Okay, remember, getting rich is not sexy and it's not exciting. And I need excitement in my life. I need validation. You know what I'm saying? So if my friends see me wearing this bag with this belt, with these boots, baby. (laughs) You know, so 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 we're not talking about some we're we're not even talking about money at that point. We're talking about self-esteem. Okay, that's a different conversation. Exactly. That's a totally different different conversation. So so so, you know, that woman, uh, you know, I, I dated somebody recently who said to me they got an inheritance and was like, well, what do you think I should do? And when I started talking, they were like, I was expecting you to tell me to spend, spend, spend. It's, mm-hmm. it's really interesting that everything you said to do with my money is for me, you know? Yeah. It, and I was like, well, I have my own money. <laughs> you know, I have my own money. And don't worry, you can feel free to get me some gifts, baby. <laughs> you feel free to get me as many gifts. But if you're asking me what I think you should do with your money, these are the things I think you should do with it. And gifts for me, listen, I, I'm good. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 good. I, I don't really I don't really want for very much. Mm-hmm. So the things that I want are way harder to give. Compassion, yeah. you know, uh, intimacy. Yeah. You know, those emotional things are support emotional support. Yeah. Those things are much harder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is hard for me. It, it is way 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 harder. Hey, somebody just walked in the barbershop. What you need? What you want? You still her? No, you're not. Let's do it. Did they fall asleep? I mean, you know. Sound like like they fell asleep. Wake up, Eric. Sound like you were Eric. You sound like you were snoring. You know. Hey, you had him on hold too long. Hey, the conversation. I'm long-winded. The conversation is good. That's why you're here. You're good. That's why you're here. So. So, so yeah. So we said so it's it's more of an emotional thing for for people to to want to look the part more so than to be wealthy. They want to look wealthy. So well, I because go buy the, the nice car. Well, because the 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 education is do what the wealthy do, mm-hmm. right? If you want to be wealthy, well, they don't see what the wealthy actually do. They don't see the wealthy. So wealthy, I'm talking about like long money. Yeah. Okay, like like generational like three four generations do you have a different defi- do you have a definition for a, a 
I guess, a different definition for rich and what's wealthy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, rich is, you know, money that's probably going to die with you. Mm-hmm. You know, it ain't going to last no further than your lifetime. Okay. Right? Um, wealth is when you're talking about someone who has planned generations forward and they've put stipulations in place. And I'm not talking about a will, but they put stipulations in place, contractual agreements that govern what's going to be done with that money after they die. And they're controlling it from the grave. Okay. Somebody just walked in the barbershop. What you need? What you want? I was here, man. You were asleep. You snoring. So, Dr. D. So, <laughs> he just skipped past that. I was yeah, I, I'm looking at the clock. I'm gonna be. I'm being conscious of the time. So, Dr. D, do you um teach your do you teach your students, or do you do as well, um study government of where companies are doing business, and do you teach them to study the um structure of the actual company before you actually make your purchases? Absolutely. So, if you're talking about a stock. What I teach my students is to buy undervalued stocks. So you want you want little known undervalued stocks. You want to look at their uh, SEC financials, you know, 10K schedules and stuff like that. And I teach them exactly how to read those financials and how. Wait, to I know SEC is Security Exchange Commission, but a lot of people don't. So for the purpose of the folks that are listening, could you go ahead? I'm listening. Uh, so yeah, so. There are public, any publicly traded company, they, you know, they got to publish, publish their financials. Mm-hmm. So you'll have access to those financials and you want to study them. You want to understand the company's objectives. You know, what are their core values? What are the, their next moves that they want to make? Um, you know, you want to f- learn about the company. But again, it has to be information that you're actually interested in. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be a boring read. You know, yeah. you're going to fall asleep uh, You just, and you're not going to maintain and take care of your investment. Uh, the caller asked something about government. I didn't I didn't I didn't get that. question. Do you also teach them to um, study the government, the municipality, the state, the counties, the um, nations where these where these businesses have their headquarters and or where they're doing the most business? You know, like some some companies do more business in one area than they do others. And what's going on with the environment with those governments? supporting those companies and their employees well not necessarily government but definitely legislation around whatever the uh the company is doing for example cannabis you know you want to know all about any legislation you know in the state where they're headquartered uh you want to know about for example tesla and their self-driving car you know the legislation for that was just passed just recently so you know before that came out yeah, you want to know about when Congress is going to pass legislation that's going to allow you to be in a car and the car drive itself down the freeway with other people, you, you know. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, depending on the, the, the instrument, yeah, you do, I do teach to study legislation. As far as municipalities is concerned, um, what I've been kind of steering my students towards is looking at whenever you have a municipality that's participated in some sort of police brutality, you want to look at maybe buying some um, municipal bonds because they're likely to get a big uh, financial inflow from insurance. They're probably going to, you know, use their insurance policy, especially if there's some riots or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if you uh, go ahead and buy that bond, the value of it is going to go up because they're going to get all of this insurance money because they're going to get a bunch of news coverage and this 
going to be. So, you know, a lot of times uh, people don't necessarily, they think it's about, you know, black and white. And to well, some extent it is. Well, wait, because I told the guys in the station about municipal bonds before, but for people that are listening, could you tell them what a municipal bond is and the value of that? Basically, you're loaning the government money. <laughs> um, they, you know, they need money to run. Governments are expensive to run. Yeah. So you're basically, and there are corporate bonds, there are treasury bonds. You can loan the United States government money. You can loan, uh, instead of buying Apple stock, loan them some money through a corporate bond. So basically you're loaning them money and they have to pay you back your principal plus yield. Okay, and depending on you know, that's why these these uh, cities and states they try to court businesses and they try to court people to move to because they make money from your parking tickets and you know you running lights and you know you going to jail and <laughs> you know your tax money they make money from you know people doing you know criminal acts yeah. right? Where is this information? Right where, here, where find, it, the Money School Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and where can we find the Money School Atlanta? <laughs> the Money School Atlanta dot org. The Money School Atlanta. Because that's 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 very interesting. Because I remember what's what, what's the what's the fighter? Was it Jack Johnson? One back of the back in the day. Jack Dempsey. One of the fighters, heavyweight fighters, had a lot of bonds and and but the gov uh, black and the government didn't want to give him, so he. It, 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 yeah, I, it's it's big. I don't remember the story, but oh, was it Jack? Oh man. Well, here's the other thing: municipal bonds do are for governments sometimes borrow money to improve the quality of life, such as building um, sidewalks, putting in light poles, um, buying up vacant lots, and um, buying up spaces for um, putting shopping malls, banks, grocery stores, and things such as that. And like she said, they pay you back. But that's what the municipal bonds are paying for in addition to what she's also describing. And they're organized for that purpose. And they tend to be safe bets. Not going to make you rich usually, yeah. but they tend to be safe bets. It's income. And if you know how to, if you know how to ladder a bond, you can get rich. Yeah. You can get you some yeah. money. Yeah. yeah, you can get rich. You, laddering. Uh, what is laddering? Laddering is where you, so let's say you have a 30-day bond. Uh, well, let's say you have a 90-day bond. A um, six month bond, so one a, year. So you, now break that down. So if I have a ninety day, six, six six month bond or a year bond, does that mean they pay me back after the ninety days? Yes. Okay. Yes. So so with a bond, it's a couple of ways that you can get paid. You can get paid dividends. So if you, the longer it is, what'll usually happen if you have a a, a pretty long one, like you know, it's like monthly, right? like ten years. Yeah. So you may get a dividend payment every six months, okay, or every quarter, something like that. And then at the end of the ten years or whatever it is, they give you back. Your principal. Gotcha. Okay. So your money's been sitting there 10 years safe and sound. Yeah. You don't have access to it, so you can't take your girl to the mall, right? <laughs> and it's giving you income while system. you're at work, yes. right? So let's say you bought passive. Passive. Well, yeah, that's portfolio actually. Passive is something that you have to do a little bit of work for, like landlording, Airbnb. Yeah, like if I'm a rent it, yeah, landlord. Yeah, yeah, that's passive. Right. That's you gotta do a little bit of work or you hire people to do the work. Okay. So a bond is more portfolio income. So with laddering, you buy you buy because the longer out your your bond is, mm -hmm. um, the higher the yield, the higher the, the interest rate, the higher yeah. they're gonna the more money they're gonna You lend them the money longer and everything. Right. So Exactly. Yeah. So, 
they'll pay you the six, the three month, and then by the time the three month is matured, then you only have another three months on your six month, yeah. right? So you can either reinvest. Or you can go ahead and take the money and invest it in something else. So you're getting your principal back plus your interest, right? So you're laddering so that every time one bond is just about to mature, another one is coming up for maturity. So that gives you, that offers you uh, 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 some liquidity so that you're not away from your money for too long, right? So that if something happens, you can have access to it. If nothing happens, you can reinvest it. Is Is there a penalty for taking it back? No, not 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 if okay. you. I mean, not if you don't. If you don't. If you take it back early, yes, there is a penalty. Yeah, but it's not. So what I mean. So it's not like having like a Roth IRA or something like no. that, where you invest the money in, and then if you, you pay like a four hundred one k, you basically if you put the money in, but if you take it out early, you're gonna be taxed like hell. I mean, I mean, there is. You're not gonna get your your yield if you take it out. You're not gonna get your interest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you wanna you wanna leave it in, but that's why I like laddering. Because not only do, do you get the dividend payments, right, mm-hmm. for the longer term ones, but you're getting income for the shorter term ones, too, as they mature. Gotcha. Right. And you can and you, reinvest and reinvest and reinvest. And you don't have to just limit yourself to municipal bonds in this country. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you China said, owns a lot of U.S. Treasury bonds. So I'm scared of China. Because, uh, yeah, you should be. And the reason I'm scared, <laughs> the reason I'm scared of China, because I invested in something called, it was called Lucan Lucan Coffee, and it looked it looked promising. It was very promising. Now, are you interested in coffee? I'm very interested in coffee. You, I love coffee. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm a coffee, I'm a coffee <laughs> snob. I got like okay. five different coffee type makers at my house right okay. now. Do you read farm report, agricultural reports? Okay, no, Eric, I don't read no. I, I, no. <laughs> I don't even read the question manual on how to make the coffee. Good question, I just make Eric. The coffee, Eric. So you didn't, so you didn't okay. invest in pork belly. No, I don't invest in pork <laughs> belly. <laughs> you got that? You got y'all got the pork trading, belly. But some trading yes, places. Uh, yes, yes, now you talking about pork belly. Hey, Eric, it's sell more to sell. Yes, indeed. <laughs> hey, Eric, it's time for you to get up my bottle shop. Please see my cashier on your way out, and the bathrooms is still yours. <laughs> Doctor D. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, My and, and we have to continue this relationship. Absolutely. We have to build and nurture this relationship. Man, you know you I back. love you. You know I love you. <laughs> I might have crypto questions. Okay. Yeah. Next, next time. I know. I'm, I'm saying yeah. for next time. For next yeah. time. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. we definitely got to dive into crypto. Blockchain. And block. Oh, yes. That's right. You introduced. Yes. For we X. have to come back. Yeah. Um, next month, we got to figure out a Friday that is good for you because we got to come back because I want to get deeply into this financial literacy okay. conversation. Absolutely. Thank you, ma'am. My pleasure. Where can they find you? TheMoneySchoolAtlanta.org or RichBlackGirl.com. All over the web. Rich Black Girl on IG. Rich Black Girl on Facebook. Rich Black Girl on no Rich Girl Radio actually on Twitter. But every everywhere else is Rich Black Girl. When okay. you coming back? Whenever you have me. I'll talk to the radio. Whenever you have me. We miss you. Well, you mean like when I'm going to get my own show again? Yes. I'm thinking about doing a podcast. Okay. We, yeah. We got we, we got you. Yeah. We do all that. Let's discuss. Let's do it. All right. And um, it's about that time. We're going to sweep the flow. We're going to clean the clippers. Shake your cape. Ball head <laughs> ass Will saying. <laughs> no, nah, he said Eric. No, nah, uh, Eric. Yeah, we got problems with it. Oh, well, y'all, again, it's your birthday. Clean the bathroom, boy. Hey.
The bathroom is yours. The shop is closed. Get out. Talking 